0: Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome back to the Miscellaneous Debris Podcast with me, your host, the Mad Chatter, Ryan MK. Thank you for joining me once again, or for the first time. I do appreciate you nonetheless. Mm, mm. Sorry. Trying to wet the whistle a little bit there. (coughs) Excuse me. Excuse me. Just a little marijuana cough. No COVIDs no 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 anyway thank you again for joining me I already said that Jesus off to a great start (sighs) don't forget to check me out on Twitter if you are not already all my contents there make sure you're on there following me getting everything I put out Had a busy couple of weeks. I've just... I really have done hardly anything on social media. But I do that sometimes. I just... uh, Part of it is busyness, yes. And part of it is... I just, uh... Yeah. Yeah. Need a little break every once in a while, you know? Gets a little maddening reading some of the shit on there, right? Drives you a little bit crazy. But I hope all has been well for everyone. Been pretty solid here at the Madhouse MK. I finally got that Lego display all taken care of. It looks beautiful. I'm gonna put a video some pictures up on the Twitters for anybody who is interested in checking it out. And I had been talking about Legos on Twitter around Christmas so this this would make sure people know I'm not fucking around. I'm really into Legos. Wait till you see this shit. Just shelf by shelf. Well you got the kit shelf at the bottom. So you got like Minecraft, Lego sets and uh and, and you know, they're a little beat up because they play with them <laughs> from time to time. But then you work up. You got a Batman shelf. You got Lego Arkham Asylum. Lego Joker Funhouse. You move up. It's kind of a rando shelf. You got the Lego Friends hot Coffee House. That's fucking right. With lights. With working lights. You got the fucking Hobbit barrel scene. Lego set. I don't even know how to say that. but <laughs> It's the part in The Hobbit where they escape in the barrels. There's a Lego set of that. You got some cool stuff up there. And then you got the Lord of the Rings Helm's Deep Castle. That's fucking right. And that takes that bitch takes up all, and I mean all, of that top shelf. But then on the very top of the bookcase got my Harry Potter stuff which I finished up and man Hogwarts Lego Hogwarts castle fucking awesome and while I was doing it we got into Harry Potter we started watching the the Harry Potter movies and the kids seem to be into them they're playing with their wands and whatnot and I gotta say I, I they enjoy it but I fucking love these movies I really do and it's a shame on you if you don't now I tell you, I resisted the Harry Potter shit for a long time. Long, long time. And my brother kept pushing me and kept pushing me and kept pushing me. Just get through the first two books. Yeah, they're little childish, blah blah blah. Just wait till you hit book three. Now finally when I sobered up, quit the drinking, and Living by myself. Really, the only thing I'm doing at that point is working and going to AA meetings. And I'm like, well, I guess I'm going to be doing a lot of reading. There comes my brother, Ty, once again. Get your ass on some Harry Potter. <clears throat> so I did. And this is you know, a few movies that had already been out. Like, I believe, uh, Half-Blood Prince. The Half-Blood Prince was the next movie that was about to come out when I first started reading the Potters. And uh, he was right. I held out, you know, I still to this day, not a big fan of reading the first two books or even watching the first two movies. I mean, there's some decent parts and all and, and they're good for the overall story, but they are just, you know, it is when Potter and his friends, they're all younger. So it is a little more childish. And I'll be honest, a lot of people were big fans of the Dumbledore in the first two movies, but me, I fancy the Dumbledore in the rest of the movies. No offense, I know the first one had passed is unfortunate, but still, I You know, it takes a little bit away from me because he was just a little too old and slow, and uh, like, unlike the other Dumbledore, he's a little more quirky. And yes, Harry, and and I don't know, just for my liking personally. But good movies, good films, I love them. I love the story. But really, when it comes down to it, I kind of like all the, you know battle versus good versus evil stuff like it, I mean it, I fancy myself some villains I know I went with fancy myself a couple of times here use the word fancy but I really do even though of course I'm fighting for the good side but they always make villains so damn cool I mean you look at Star Wars I mean even Voldemort and Harry Potter he's a fucking badass Swan's cool he's got a big fucking snake that rolls with him it's crazy the villains are always super fucking cool. But I, I always loved that, you know, Lord of the Rings, Star Wars. I just, Harry Potter. It doesn't matter what, the, that battle of good versus evil. I enjoy it in the story sense. It's not so much fun in the real life sense. There's certainly a lot of that going on. In particular, the Battle of Good versus Evil, this Sunday, Super Bowl Sunday, that's right, you got good guy Patrick Mahomes taking on the villain Tom Brady, which I know most people aren't rooting for him, and I'm not either. Go Chiefs. Fuck Brady. And you know, in a way, at the beginning of the season, I've never been a Brady fan, but I was like, hey, you know what? You know what? I'm going to go ahead, and I'm going to kind of root for this, you know, now that Tom Brady is no longer on the Patriots. I'm going to go ahead and see. I'm going to not hate the Patriots or Tom Brady. But then, Tom Brady did some shit, and I'll get into that later. So I just consider him. I'll consider Mahomes a good guy. It's a battle of good versus evil. But regardless, it's hard to say it like that because I like a lot of, a lot of the other players on like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And it's cool they're playing at home for the first time. This is just going to be a good-ass Super Bowl. It's going to be weird. Because that stadium won't be packed. But, uh, you know, that's, that's not been the biggest thing for football, really, if you've noticed. It's a lot more noticeable in the other sports <laughs> than the lack of fans. Hadn't been too bad for the foosball. But I imagine we'll get uh, a pretty good Super Bowl. And you hear, you hear some of the stuff leading up to it. It's not, again, not normal. Everything's, you know remote, you know, through different sort of online variations, video, audio, you know, it's not a big old grand get together like normal. And so you get into some of these things that are normally kind of blah, because, you know, it's just everybody's in the Super Bowl and you got all the shows going on. There's so much, but now there isn't that. So everything's kind of remote, and you get conversations where he, my guy John Helmkamp, he's one of the fantasy dudes on Twitter, that guy actually got to ask Patrick Mahomes a question himself. Somebody else asked Patrick, I, and no offense, John, but I totally forgot what the hell you asked him, <laughs> and therefore Patrick Mahomes' response. But Mahomes was also asked what he felt his spirit animal was, and he said a wolf, he's leader of a pack. It can be vicious or something. I can't remember the exact words, so I guess I don't entirely remember it. And then this individual asked what Patrick Mahomes thought Travis Kelsey's spirit animal was. And he responded with giraffe, which I thought was very interesting. Because he's kind of lumbering out there, he says. Uh, <laughs> which I guess is kind of true. It's funny. I don't know what my spirit animal would be. I love tigers. I'd like to say tigers. I love dinosaurs. I don't know. You'd probably have to pick something What's really feisty. You know, something that's really feisty. That'd probably be me. That'd probably be me, my spirit animal. But the Super Bowl brings halftime shows. Sometimes they're crazy or horrible, like 2016 with Coldplay. (laughs) That was terrible. What the fuck? I know they got some fans, but what the fuck was Coldplay doing at the Super Bowl halftime show? I don't get it. 1991. New Kids on the Block was there. That makes some sense. But they had a Disney choir, and it was weird. Disney, see played a part in some of these Super Bowls like they had an Indiana Jones (laughs) what the hell was that called that Super Bowl with the Indiana Jones Indiana Jones and the mysterious I I don't know something (laughs) oh Disney fucks up shit sometimes you know what I mean they really do they really do and in 2004 you had the infamous wardrobe malfunction Jana Jackson Justin Timberlake I thought it was great, personally. Why the fuck not? And I mean, at the time, Justin Timberlake's a hot thing. Janet, you know, Janet's getting up there in age. And it's like, hey, show off. I still got it. And in the meantime, you got this young up-and-comer helping you do it. Like, I don't know. If you're Janet, that's really not that bad. I mean, and controversy. Controversy sells, people. Hey, hey. My guy, the Podfather, says that. Eric Bischoff, if you know anything about wrestling, has a book titled that, I believe. And it's true. It's true. But as far as halftime shows go, my favorite has to be Prince. I think his was the most enjoyable from a musical standpoint. As a someone who's a musician himself, I, I you know, really, some people make fun. Don't call music, uh, drummers musicians, because mainly I'm a drummer, but hey, I also create music of all sorts because I can play guitar, I can play bass, I creation. create I do all the theme music for my pods. So I, I'm a bit of a musician. And uh, I, I just appreciate the really awesome musical performances. And I don't think it gets much better than Prince. artist formerly known as. And speaking of football, if you're into fantasy football, please check out my new podcast debuting next week. It's somewhat like the old podcast, but with a new setup, new look, new feel. I'm going to get some guests on and stuff. That's right. That's fucking right. It's called The Dynasty Wonderland Podcast. And it will be debuting... I was going to bring it out this week. Week of the Super Bowl. But I decided next week's probably better. Much better. Why? Well... I'm like, what am I going to do, the week, like the week of the Super Bowl? This is going to be talking about Super Bowl stuff. I don't want to talk about Super Bowl stuff. I really don't. Not a like lot you can do fantasy wise with the Super Bowl. But after, we can talk about what happened at the Super Bowl. The season being finally over, looking forward to all sorts of stuff coming up: free agency, the draft, etc. So now, so again. If you're into that, be checking out my Twitters at RMK Madness and be looking for that to come out next week. Ooh. To continue on with the good versus evil chatter, I just want it noted that Biden's continues to do some good stuffs while in office. And these Democrats are rolling through with the stimulus. That's good news. That's good news. Get us fucking people some money. Get some businesses some money. But Trump Trump's been real quiet. Real quiet. Now is that good or bad? Part of me is like, this motherfucker is planning something. But another part of me is thinking, nah, this dude's fucking isolate, whining and moaning, bitching, self-pity, wallowing in that self-pity. But it also wouldn't surprise me if he was playing. (laughs) So I can't tell if it's good or bad, but he has been quiet as hell. Impeachment trial set for next week. And he needs to be impeached. You know, it's crazy how some of these Republicans... I mean, it's not crazy. I was going to say it's crazy how some of them can decry a lot of what Trump does and then won't go forward with the impeachment. He needs to be. So he can't run again. So he loses some shit. Money, certain privileges that come with being the former president. But it's hard to do the right thing, it seems, if you're Republican and again this is coming from an independent I've, but it, I mean I'm as close I guess as I can be to being a democrat without being an actual democrat because the republicans continue second by second to just phew, turn away so many people they do do a lot if they would go and impeach Trump but they won't I mean you got Mitch McConnell I know complaining about how the Dems are gonna push through the stimulus package when he's probably doing the same shit just a few years ago. For something to have to do with taxes, I believe. I mean really, honestly, fucker needs to be jailed, right? There's probably something going on. And you know what I'd be doing? that Giselle Lane Maxwell boy lady. I'd be interviewing the shit out of her cuz it's awfully funny. How he didn't have a damn bad thing to say about her. Like almost as like <laughs> please don't tell on me. I'm gonna say good things about you. But really, he should be jailed. There's several things we seen. There's probably a lot we don't know. Needs to be jailed in my opinion. But even more so, we need to watch out for the next one. Because they'd probably be smarter. And the Trumpers, they've been pretty quiet too. Maybe some are biding their time. But I have noticed some some have been abandoning the cause. You've seen a little bit. I actually found on Reddit this post of one. And he just sounds so sad. He or she. But it goes, a lot of my most reliable Q groups have apparently been banned recently. Does anyone know if there is more news about how 45 will remain president? Most of my family has stopped speaking with me over the past few years, so I'm, I'm pretty desperate for info at this point. Please don't tell me this was all a mistake. It it was a mistake. <laughs> Sorry to laugh. I'm, I'm sure you're in pain. But that's what you get. It was all a mistake. (sighs) See, there's going to be the idiots like that that fell for all the shit. And then the people that are on board with the racism. And probably on board with the dictator style methods that were used. They're probably okay with all that shit. Because remember, these are the people, a lot of them, that collect guns to use against cops. And then they were all, back to blue, back to blue, when the BLM protesters were out there. Uh, But now it's it's beat a cop with an extinguisher to death in the Capitol riots, right? Just blows my mind, these fucking people. Blows my fucking mind. And, and... Not only that, but the Trumpers have ruined so much for me. And I've I've talked about it plenty. Conspiracy theories, they've ruined those. I used to enjoy some of them. I mean, really, the only one that's come to fruition, right, has been the government hiding up UFO stuff. But other than that, I mean, it used to be fun just to talk about them, and then it turned into this. It turned into scary shit, and everything's a conspiracy, and blah, blah, blah And fucking microchips and vaccines, because, yeah. Yeah. I mean, may- maybe with nanotechnology. <laughs> oh, goodness 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 they're ruining America (laughs) but for the moment fears are kind of quelled right about you know too much of an uprising or you know a civil war type vibe because there was a lot of feeling that but it's I wonder if they thought they would get a lot more support for the capital shit that they than they did, and they have since been condemned, and many have been arrested, and uh, it's it's that's probably scared some other ones off, you know. <laughs> it's probably made some of them go, hey, hey, because a lot of them were also saying, hey, Trump told us to do this, and then Trump condemned the behavior. What a fucking mess. But you gotta look look at what's happened in places around the world where there are those fascist dictator type leaders. You look at China. They want to deny it. But they've got the camps. Basically, they're camps, you know. Russia doing shit like Navalny, he's being arrested basically for being anti Putin. And if that doesn't sound familiar, hmm, think about Trump. Fake news. He always wanted people in trouble. He wanted to run this country like you run a business. Like, if someone pisses you off, you could just fire him. Like, what do you want to do? If someone pisses you off, cancel him, pull him in jail? Like, what? It- and he's buddies with Putin. And camps, like I said about China. Camps? Camps? Did we forget about what was going on at the border? Not only what was going on at the border, there was some crazy shit that's being, uh, you know, suspected. In other words, they, they suspect there was potential I can't even think of the goddamn me. getting rid of the uterus. So the woman can't have a baby. Basically, that's what they like you do if you want some sort form of genocide. You keep them from procreating. Kill them off, keep the, like and people very much fear that's what's going on in these camps in China. Then you look at Hong Kong again that's related to China and then you see this Myanmar shit in the news years ago the United States helped turn this place into a democracy and the military just took it over it's fucking crazy like it just feels like under Trump we weren't all that far off from that Because in the thick of it, he did have quite a bit of support. And a lot of that support is armed, crazy, stupid people. And that's not the greatest combination. It's just crazy. It's just all crazy. Trump did a lot to ruin this country. Along with the Trumpers. And hopefully, hopefully, they don't do any more damage than they already did. Because these fucking people are ruining America. You know, also ruining America, the rich. I mean, GameStop, this whole situation, these fucking Redditors, my my Reddit brethren and sistren, I don't even know those sistren, you know what I mean. My Reddit peeps, they're putting up a fight. Eventually it'll fizzle out, I'm sure. But... I love seeing it. And even if it feels, it's all about more than that. And, you know, I'm trying to stick it to the rich. Because the point is, the rich, they're really, they're fucking us. You know how many rich people became richer during the pandemic while so many of us struggled? Middle and lower classes struggling to pay bills. Even though, even though. We also had to work to, you know, keep going to work and, and, and essential is what they call this foundation, hey, but they don't want minimum wage raised like it, small businesses. They're going under. And people can think of, oh, it's because of the, the COVID restrictions and blah, blah, blah. No, it's because the government hasn't done enough to help. Because so for so much of COVID, we had Trump. And the shit they put in those, in his... Stim- people just don't, like, look into the truth. Meanwhile, you look at a place like New Zealand. They did lock down. And they said, here's a bunch of fucking money. I think it was like $7,000 for everybody in your bank. You're good. Stay the fuck home. We're good. And they are good. They're in a good spot now. In America, we just just... We keep... I mean, the vaccine's coming in and that's helping, but... You know, it's everywhere. And the variants are here now. It's kind of scary. So we're just now getting the vaccine. And it it just, it's such a mess. And I hate seeing, you know, yes, I agree with all the coverage. Yes, we should be closed. The government should have done a better job of taking care of the smaller businesses, not the bigger, you know, rich fucks like Tom Brady. He's already made millions. His wife has made millions. And yet they're going to do. Those fucking. Pandemic loans. For like. People like that were getting him. And people lower down the ladder were not. That's bullshit. Why does he he need more money? Like. And people are like. Well don't be mad at him for taking advantage of the. Well no I, I can be. I can be mad at him for taking advantage of some shit that he know would fuck some smaller people. And, and if he didn't know, he's still an asshole. <laughs> and then, and then, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> the point is, Brady doing some shit like that, hurting the littler people, it's, it's just this vicious cycle. The rich gaining off the backs of the poor, essentially. That's why you're seeing, you know, you're not seeing like many IHOPs or Applebee's closed down, right? These are big corporations, chain restaurants. But these small-time ones, how many of them are getting lost? These are the ones I love. There's, There's a place where I used to live in Des Moines, Iowa. It's called Zombie Burger. If you ever go through Iowa, I promise you, you will not regret stopping in Des Moines to eat at this fucking place. The food is outstanding. All of the different types of burgers are named after zombie stuff, mostly related to movies. The one I get is called the They're Coming to Get You, Barbara which is, of course, from Shaun of the Dead. And basically, it's grilled cheeses for buns, but it's buns, but it's cheese grilled cheesed buns with the meat and more cheese in the middle. And it has sauce and onions, which I usually get mixed. I'm a pretty plain eater. But it's fantastic. The food there is great. And it's these little places that are suffering the most. And it sucks. I mean, the wife and I, we like to watch him. Lately, we've been in, at least, a big Man vs. Food kick. We just happened to catch a couple episodes and see this dude Casey, which Annette and I was unaware. I thought Adam was still the dude on Man vs. Food. Really, I thought Man vs. Food was canceled, then a motherfucker. But I was like, oh, there's a new guy. And after a few episodes, I'm really digging this new guy. I had no idea the old dude Adam was gone. And that the show took a break and then it came back with this Casey dude and it's great. Dude is awesome. But it's a lot of these little places that do their little food challenges and things like that. You know, you don't see, like, does Applebee's have a, a food challenge? <laughs> so, these are the places you gotta hit to get, like, it, it just sucks. These are, And those are the places that are gonna suffer the most. That have suffered the most. I should say. Where's Casey gonna do all his challenges, man? And woman? man? I mean, it's crazy. I once was a restaurant owner. And I'll give you a backdrop to the story. It was about a year and a half into my sobriety. I had moved from Waterloo, Iowa, where I was living. To Fort Dodge, Iowa, to go to the treat well I went to the treatment center there to sober up, and it was kind of my my last stand. I was in really bad shape I'd been to treatment a couple of times and and just hadn't worked out and I was at a point where I thought, you know I don't think i'm I'm just cut out for it I think I'm fucked I think like I can't beat this shit so this this trip to Fort Dodge was my last stand my last Attempt at getting better and something happened. Met some cool people in there, some things clicked, and as of now, the rest is history. It's a little over 11 years ago. No drinky since then. And fuck, that was a long time ago. I'm not getting old. It's okay. I'm not getting old now. But about a year and a half into my sobriety since I decided to stay in Fort Dodge, one of the big things is you don't want to go back to, you know, old playgrounds and hang out with old friends. It's just usually not good news for, you know, trying to stay sober. Too easy to get back into old routines. And so I was going to start anew in Fort Dodge and it felt great. It felt great. And a year and a half in, I'm working at Hardee's or Carl's Jr., as you, as is here in Colorado. And I work my way up to a shift leader, and I'm in the running for assistant manager. And I just decided, I don't wanna do this shit, man. Like, this is the shit I hate. Like, I, part of the reason I drank is I hated that I did a lot of restaurant management. In my, d- during my drinking, free. I'd like I hate everything about the restaurant business, and I, I still have to do it because <laughs> a bachelor in communications doesn't do a whole lot for you, I guess. So it sucks, but <laughs> I, I definitely have stayed away from the management aspect in recent years because it's it puts my stress levels through the roof, and a year and a half into sobriety I think I've said that 8 million times now apologies and some of the old timers two old timers in my AA group came up and asked if I'd like to help them open a restaurant because they heard I had the experience and I said that sounds interesting so we talked a lot went through a lot of details anyway long story short I end up quitting my job, taking on this whole venture with these guys. And because they have Social Security and they're using Social Security money, they don't want to put anything in their name, which seemed dangerous. But I talked to my mom about it. And we kind of decided, you know, they're AA old timers. We should be able to trust him. So we did. And I know everybody's thinking this doesn't end well. And you're right. It does not. Even though everything was in my name, they didn't fucking listen to a thing I said. They thought I had no idea what I was talking about. They didn't understand simple fucking things like the aspect of, what the hell is the word I'm looking for? <laughs> hold on, hold on. Let's take a quick, quick puff. This will help. Ah, much better. I remember. Labor. Labor percentage. So, when you're a manager, you're looking at this and you got to understand labor percentage. You know, you only want to be devoting so much of your cost to paying people to work, right? If the labor gets too high, you got to get some people the fuck out of there. Bring that shit down. And I'll never forget one of these fuckers look at me because he wanted to be they wanted to be open all the time. Like it started out just a a breakfast and lunch place. And then they said, let's do dinners. And I'm like, we could stay open for dinners if it's just like they start bringing on staff. And then we're getting nobody like we'd go Monday through Friday and maybe have sold five meals, three to five meals throughout the whole fucking week during dinner. Nobody lived downtown. It just there was, they tried late night, they tried uh, overnight, they tried because there was a club down the street. It just they tried all sorts of shit. None of it was working. We were losing money. They installed gambling machines. A couple in the back, which was it was a huge back room, but it was our dry storage. But our tr- dry storage took like a quarter of it. All the dried goods. So there's plenty of room for some gambling machines. And then there was one, even up front, eventually. When it comes down to it, no matter how much I did to fight with these guys, we ended up getting busted for the gambling machines. I get in trouble because everything's in my name. That's right. And it was a shit situation. And a lot of AA people said they had my back and blah, blah, blah. And then when I finally went back to an AA meeting, because with everything going on, I never had time for an AA meeting. I was at that restaurant all the fucking time to keep it from going under. It's just a fucking mess. (laughs) It's crazy to look back on. And I got my two-year chip. And uh, I noticed how... All the people that said they were upset with those fuckers acted perfectly normal towards them. And I was like, fuck AA. (laughs) I never went back to that AA club. I've only been back to AA a handful of times since. And I'll never forget another old timer, not involved in the whole restaurant thing, just a different one. asshole named Larry. Anonymous, so I'm not going to say last names. I don't even remember these fuckers' last names. But Larry pointed out that uh, I wouldn't be able to stay sober without going to AA meetings, which A, to me, sounded like a AA challenge, and B, some bullshit. So you, so you want me to go from being dependent on alcohol to dependent on these little fucking sit-downs with you assholes. Like, no fucking thank you. And AA is a great tool. I used it. I needed it in the beginning. I just got to a point where they say, You know, take what you need and leave the rest. Something along those lines. (laughs) Told you it's a long time since I've been. Take what you need, leave the rest. And it just got to a point where more and more, what I needed to get from it was getting less and less. And what I was leaving was more and more. And maybe that was just my club. And... In all honesty, I think it's, there's an issue with the way AA is done, but the program itself, the book, what Bill W. created, that shit's powerful and works, I believe. The 12 steps? Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. But as far as what it's morphed into, I don't don't know. (laughs) I just don't. No. But these guys totally fucked me. Bizarre restaurant. The Garden of Eden. Like the Garden of Eden. The Garden of Eden. And then, after I was out of the picture, now, I lived directly across the street. My bedroom window, my living window, I could open my blinds and look out and see the restaurant these fuckers just brought somebody else new in to co-run it with them. And I had to look out every day and see those same assholes pull up and park their cars, go into this restaurant and keep doing their thing, having not gotten in trouble at all, having not paid any sort of price whatsoever, financial or otherwise, Got to fuck me and then continue on with their business while I was right across the street, suffering for money, having to file bankruptcy because of all the debt. It took every ounce of strength that I had in me not to destroy the old men, (laughs) and that thought never really occurred to me seriously. But fucking up their vehicles did. I had thought about that seriously several times. Several times. But I fought it off. I said, you know what? Karma's going to get these fuckers some way or another. They can both fuck off. And one day, they'll remember. Hell. Maybe one day i make it big. Maybe i make it on like Netflix or something. And they're sitting there skimming through the Netflix and they see my face and they're like, oh shit. I I so badly just would love to get like a Netflix special. Just for one reason only. So that I could reject all the family members that I haven't heard of in forever when they call. Like, hey, what's up, Ryan? (laughs) No, really the money sounds good. I could use more money. Couldn't we all, right? Except for the rich. Fuck the rich. <laughs> hey, as as my one of my favorite comedians would say, Tom Segura, that is, he would say, hey, some people suck. Sure do. Sure do. With that said, let's go ahead and uh, let's close up shop, May shall please we? Please have your attention. The store will be closing in five minutes. Fucking hell. Fucking hell. Before we get out of here, real quick, just a a tiny bit of New Japan Pro Wrestling news. I know, just tune out for a sec if you don't care. But if you do care, told you Jay White wasn't going anywhere. I think I told you. Maybe I told you. I don't remember. Jay White, seen back in ring again. He's not going anywhere. He's in New Japan to stay. And it's good to see. A lot of good stuff coming up for New Japan Pro Wrestling got a good show coming next week got a couple more coming up i think we got one this friday as well couple couple of days right maybe i think the eighth yes no next friday no this friday <laughs> ah! anyway definitely check it out check it out it's gonna be good stuff battle bots we're getting close to the tournament it's gonna be great It's just that single elimination for the giant nut. (laughs) It's an actual nut, like nuts and bolts, you know. (laughs) Battle bots, love that shit. And of course, everybody make sure to, you know, check out the Super Bowl. Even if you're like mildly, hey, it's the last football game of the year. It's Super Bowl. It's going to be great. It's going to be the old Villainous Tom Brady versus the young, charismatic hero, Patrick Mahomes. Even though he's got an asshole on his team too. <laughs> so, I was talking about Tyree Kill, the woman beater. Asshole. A lot of woman beaters. Some people just attitude adjustment. well I think this is what I think we should just do. If you are guilty of domestic abuse sexual abuse things like that I think they should be put in a cage with five other motherfuckers mean motherfuckers and let them abuse the shit out of him physically I mean sexually I don't care fuck him in his ass who cares let that dude know it ain't cool. These fucking assholes. Manson, Marilyn Manson. I mean, he's trying to deny it, it seems like, but... Psh, like, I dug me some Manson music in the past. But it would not surprise me at all if that dude was fucked up. i just saying. Just saying. Would not surprise me at all. <sighs> Something wrong with people. Again, some people suck. Some people fucking suck. Terrible. Terrible ass people. But you know what? You got to remember. Still a lot of good in the world. Still a lot of good in the world. See it all the time. See it all the time. I was trying to think of a good example. Because I swear me and the wife just saw something that made, us go, that made me go to her. See? Still some good left in the world. And now I don't remember what the fuck it was. People helping people, people caring about one another, standing up for one another. It's cool. I mean the whole, you know, Reddit thing going on, the Reddit investors battling the rich fucks on Wall Street. It's that's good to see. Heartwarming. You can say how good is that? Well, I don't know. I guess I just enjoy seeing the rich fuckers squeam a little bit, eh? That's just me. That's just me. That's just me. I don't know. I don't know. But do. Do enjoy the Super Bowl. I know. We went off on a path. On a tangent there. Bringing it back around. (laughs) Enjoy the Super Bowl. Should be fun. And the halftime show. Who the fuck is the halftime show? We'll look it up real quick. And I do recommend, if you get a chance, I'd go check out Prince's halftime show. Because it was pretty fucking good. It was pretty fucking good. Like I said, in my opinion, best one. Best one. All right, this year, this year in 2021, Canadian artist The Weeknd. This should be interesting. I do believe my son likes The Weeknd. I'll check it out. I will check it out. I'll be sure. But the commercials, really, come on. Let's, I mean, let's be honest. It's about commercials. <laughs> I love the game. But even if the game's bad, you keep watching because of commercials. That's right. Good old commercials. Super Bowl commercials. Okay, I'm done. Let's get the fuck out of here. As always, as always, much love to everyone. Much love. Stay safe. Stay vigilant. Stay mad all the best of us are. Don't forget that. Don't forget that. Have a great rest of the week and a great weekend. Until we chat again, ta-ta for now. Laters!